listening to the Bible 126 show. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The result of sexual sin, two will become one. 1 Corinthians 6.15-17 through 17. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. There is a joining, a joining that takes place when two people come together. Fornication and adultery is something this generation and our world takes so lightly, but it is something you should never take lightly. For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. That is a very heavy line. To know that I am signing myself up to be one with this person, the term one flesh refers to the physical and spiritual union of two people. It is used most often in the Bible in the context of marriage between a male and a female. When studying the Bible, there is a school of thought called Law of First Mention. The idea is that the first time it is mentioned will be the simplest, most understandable reference from which the others build. The first reference in the Bible of the term one flesh is Genesis 2.24, where it says of a man and woman, they shall be one flesh. Sexuality and marriage are more than joining two bodies together. It is an intimacy of souls. It is an intertwining of two spirits. But this is what a lot of people don't realize or take for granted. You can't go around playing musical beds and get away with it. Each time you do, there is a price to pay. Each time you do, there is a joining together that occurs. A joining together with this person and with that person. For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. The next time the thought or opportunity to commit adultery or fornication presents itself, I want you to ask yourself this one question and this one question alone. Am I willing to unite with this person, to stand in the spirit realm and proclaim, I and this person are one? There are so many people across the world who are head over heels in this sin. Whilst they are in this sin, they do not realize the powers and forces that they are calling forth into their own lives. I marvel at this generation. I marvel at how people are so willing to play musical beds with people, not even knowing the first thing about them. There is the term one night stand which I struggle to understand. How can you be willing to join yourself with someone who you don't even know their last name, or someone who can't even spell their last name, or someone you literally met four hours ago? Without knowing anything about their family history, or whether they were born again, what if that person is demonically possessed? What then? Demons enter into a person's life, not from a fleshly point, but they enter from a higher plane, into a spiritual existence. Demonic possession is a spiritual thing, so I ask again, what if that person is demonically possessed? What then? What type of doors are you opening into your life? 
What type of struggles are you opening your spirit up to? You hear the term, sex is just sex, just like any other appetite. No, it's not. There's a joining together of spirits, a spiritual joining together that supersedes the natural world we live in, a joining together that opens up doors into your life. What doors are you opening? Demon possession is real, and I think we don't give it enough attention in the modern day church. Your spirit is precious. Your spirit should be protected, and it is not something you should be connecting to other people. In my years of counseling people, I have seen that some of the problems people face are acquired purely from them joining themselves with random people. I remember of a young man who testified regarding this topic, and he spoke stating that he met a young lady and made some unwise decisions on the night he met her. That following week after committing this sin, he stated that it was as if a spirit of heaviness came upon him. He was just miserable, when there was no reason for him to be miserable. He mentioned that typically he was a very happy and outgoing and motivated individual, but when he committed this sin with this young lady, it was as if his personality was changing. Even his family noticed. He went through a week where he didn't want to leave the house, although he had a business to run. After two weeks elapsed, this feeling had subsided, and he met this girl again, and they commit the sin, and the same thing happened again, but it was deeper and it was longer. This is not a coincidence. There's a joining of spirit that happens. 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20 Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. This is what every Christian needs to know. We are not our own. God bought us at an incredibly high cost, the blood of our Master, the blood of our Lord Jesus, the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And thus he commands us to glorify and honor God in our body and in our spirit, both of which are his. God owns us completely. He is our Redeemer. Redemption implies the buying back of something or the paying of a ransom. Paul's illustration is that we have been bought from slavery to sin up to the point of redemption. Our lives have been the lives of slaves. What we have received is the most expensive gift that has ever been given to purchase mere slaves. We have been bought with a price, the very life of the Creator. The great Creator came and died for you. That's something you should not take lightly. The Creator took upon Him your sins and transgressions and died for you. That's something you should not take lightly. The great Creator paid a price for me and you that we could not pay. I and you deserved hell. We fully deserved hell, but our Lord Jesus Christ came and did what no angel or man could do. He came and paid the price. That's something you should not take lightly. You are bought with a price, and you belong to him. This is serious. This is so serious. Don't take this lightly. Your body is quite literally a temple. 1 Corinthians 6.17 But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. The phrase, is one spirit, is in a sense similar to that which a man and his wife are one body. It is not to be taken literally, but the sense is that there is a close and intimate union. They are united in feeling spirit intention, disposition. Paul makes it abundantly clear that Christians, joined to the Lord, are spiritually united to him. In other words, we are one spirit with him, and this unity with Christ Jesus is closeness in the highest, purest form of unity that a human being can be involved in. 
In essence, what Paul is alluding to is that what happens to Christ's spirit affects our own. And then the twist is that what happens to our spirit affects his. That idea suddenly makes the stakes much higher for what we do with our bodies and spirits, including sexual immorality. Choose holiness. Seek holiness. Chase after it with all you have. Do all you can to live a pure life. If it means cutting off friends, do it. If it means changing your job, do it. If it means stop living a double life, do it. If it means removing your social media account, do it. If it means deleting your dating apps account, do it. If it means changing your lifestyle, do it. In all honesty, in order to chase after holiness, your lifestyle will have to change. Even if it is hard to choose holiness in the world we are in today, still choose holiness. Remember that without holiness, there is no way you can see God. Hebrews 12.14 Follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. In the world today, holiness has become a weird thing that people will mock you regarding. If you do not follow their ways, they will say you are too holy. There is a phrase that they always use as an excuse. Nobody is perfect. That one phrase has caused many people to walk into the pit. That phrase has destroyed many lives, and it is still counting. We need to stop using that as an excuse to go into sexual sin. I want you to make the decision today that it doesn't matter what the world may become. It doesn't matter what society may say. You will choose holiness over sexual immorality. Make that covenant with God today that it doesn't matter what may happen. You will always stay truthful to your partner and not defile the marital bed. Make a commitment today that you will not go around fornicating. These are the kinds of people that God wants for himself. God wants you to be able to tell his angel that he trusts you. God wants you to be able to say that he trusts you. Will you choose holiness? Choose righteousness. What is your life promoting to the world right now? You come to church, you listen to messages, and you love it. Maybe you even forgot the sermon before you leave the church, or maybe you remember. What I want to know is, what is your life promoting in the outside world. Can people see you and say you are a Christian truly? Can they see you and say you are serving God truly? Are you righteous and is your righteousness glowing in the world? You cannot claim to be a Christian and your life is preaching immorality. You need to change that now and choose righteousness. We mustn't be part of those choosing darkness. We must not be part of those who have discarded righteousness in their lives. The Bible says in Philippians 4.8 NIV, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Follow the path of Christ and join yourself with him.